today I want to end our series talking about the power of gratitude. Um, I want to revisit some of the scriptures that we've, we've gone over and point out some different things. Um, but I also want to visit some new ones. Last, this last week we celebrated Thanksgiving uh, and uh, shouts out to all the moms and grandmas who cooked. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. You are the real MVP. Um, but we had Thanksgiving and some of us were with our families. And for some of us that was a good thing. Hallelujah. But for some of us, some of us it was a trying time. It's a trying time. Nothing tests your patience and your Jesus more than Thanksgiving and Christmas with the family. Amen. So, so now that you spent that time with your relatives, now that you got your Black Friday shopping out of the way, I'm glad to see everyone made it safe. Hallelujah. Uh, got your Black Friday shopping out of the way. And, you know, if you are, oh, you're already stressed to who to get what and what to get when and what you can and can't get, I thought this Sunday would be an awesome time to talk to, with you about the power that comes from gratitude. Let's pray. God, we thank you for your word. God, we're here to hear from you. Open our ears so that we can hear what it is that you have to say. And open our hearts so that we're ready to receive it. Thank you, Jesus. God, we forget everything that happened last week. We take our eyes off of what we have to do in this upcoming week. We want to focus on you. You have everything that we need. And now we need to hear from you. Your word is already anointed, God. So I ask that you would speak through my vocal cords and think through my mind. Let us leave here differently than the way that we came because we came in contact with you. We came in contact with your presence. We came in contact with your love. We came in contact with your word. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So gratefulness, the power that comes from gratitude, being Grateful, having a grateful heart. I wanted to start by defining what gratefulness and, and what gratitude is. And so uh, we have it up on the screen. Gratefulness, a feeling or showing an appreciation of kindness, being thankful. That's grateful. Gratitude. Gratitude is the quality of being thankful. A readiness to show appreciation for and to return kindness. To return kindness. We always appreciate when someone is grateful. Uh, we, we appreciate it when we give them something and they're, they're grateful for, for what we gave them or we're grateful for, for something that we've done for them. But when someone isn't grateful, we don't take too kindly to that. We, we, we're not uh, 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 easy on that. And it's something that sticks out like a, a sore thumb. We don't easily forget that. How many of us can't stand when other people's kids is ungrateful? Just raise your hand, right? Let's just get some truth in the building. Okay? 
You see somebody else's kids and they're ungrateful, you want to be like, you ungrateful? Who is your? Oh, you mine. Bless your. Come here, let me talk to you. We encourage our kids to be grateful. And we make sure that when anyone gives them anything, right, or whenever they get a compliment, we make sure that they say thank you. We make sure that they are grateful because there is nothing more embarrassing than when your kid is ungrateful. Yet, more times than often, we find ourselves in that seat. How, how, how? Well, the truth is we have a lot to be grateful for. Um, But when was the last time we said thank you? When was the last time we said thank you? Um, God kept us alive during this horrible, tragic season of of this world. Uh, Kept us safe as we drove past horrible car accidents and, and ambulances. He has successfully woken us up in our right mind every day of our lives. He has kept our kids safe. He's given us clothes on our back. He's given us shoes on our feet. And that's just the things from this week. We have so much to be grateful for. So isn't it only right that we show and have an attitude of gratitude? Now, what stops us? What stops us? What what is the reason why uh, uh, this this concept of gratitude and this thing uh, seems to be foreign? Really, it's pride. If you're new here, please guard your toes. Pride. Pride is the reason. The, The culture, this culture that we live in, this world that we live in, they teach us and they're constantly pumping this thought of being self-centered. And as a result, pride happens, whether it's intentional or whether it's unintentional. We get in this habit of thinking that because of our efforts and because of our abilities, because of the hours that we put in, because of our intelligence, because of our greatness, our knowledge, the good things that we receive, we deserve it. We de- no, 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 no. I work those 40 hours. I uh, uh, kept my uh, credit score good. I deserve. That's pride. That's pride. And so when someone mentions or when it comes to giving gratitude to God, the thought doesn't even cross our mind. Here's the problem with that mindset. Here's the problem with, with the, world, the world's way of thinking. That's why the Bible tells us to renew our mind daily. James chapter 1, verse 17. Every good thing given and every perfect gift is from above. Didn't come from your job, didn't come from your paycheck, didn't come from your good credit, didn't come from your smarts, your intelligence, didn't come from your talent, your great looks, none of that. Every good thing given, every perfect gift is from above. It comes down from the Father of lights, the creator and sustainer of the heavens, in whom there is no variation, no rising or setting or shadow cast by his turning, for he is perfect and never 
changes. The problem with that mindset is that it's just false. Any good thing we have, you can trace it back to God. Any good thing, you can trace it back to him. But how often do we thank him? How often do we say, thank you, God? One day, a woman's rushing home from a doctor's appointment. The doctor was a little late at the hospital. Uh, the lab work took a little bit longer than it uh, should. And so when she left the clinic, she's running behind schedule. She still had to pick up the, the prescription from the, from the place. And she had to go get her children. She had to get dinner ready. She had to meet the babysitter. She had to do all of this before her prayer meeting at church that evening. So she's in Walmart. She begins to circle the busy Walmart parking lot. She's, she's looking for a space, and the windows of heaven open up, and it begin to pour down. And so she wasn't the type to usually bother God with small details, but this was a different kind of day. She began to pray. She turned down to the row closest to the front door. She says, Lord, you know what kind of day I've had. And there's still an awful lot that I need to do. Could you please grant me a parking space right away and, 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 and close to the building so I don't get my hair wet? Lord, the, 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 please, Jesus, could you help me out, God? And so the words weren't even completely out of her mouth when she saw the rearview lights of a car come on at the end of the row. It was the best space in the whole parking lot right next to the handicapped spots. All she had to do was go straight out and go in the front door. She made straight for it, and as she pulled in, she says, never mind, God, something just opened up. But that's how we are. Never mind, God. I don't need you. Something just opened up. And I can imagine if I was God. What? What? Because you thought it was just your luck. You thought it was just your timing. You thought it was you. How can we become grateful people? I think that when we remember where the blessing comes from and we remember that we did nothing to deserve it, yeah. it should enact in us a heart of gratitude. When we remember where that comes from and we remember especially that we don't deserve it. We think we deserve it, but we know ourselves. We know, we know that's not the truth. We know how faulty we've been and we know how back and forth we've been. We know that we didn't do this, or we know that, we, God, this is my last time. If you just help me out here. We know we, we can go on the track record and we can see that we didn't deserve it. Yet and still, he gives it to us. Yet and still, he's good. Yet and still, 
he's faithful. Yet and still, he blesses us. Yet and still, he opens the door. Yet and still, he gives us provision. Yet and still, he wakes us up. When we remember that we don't deserve the blessing, when we remember where it comes from, it should enact in us a heart to be grateful. There's an old song that they sing. It says, when I think about his goodness and what he's done for me, when I think about his goodness and how he set me free, I can dance, 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 dance all night. When I reflect on how good God is, when I reflect on how many times he's come through consistently, That's what causes me to be grateful. But when I get tied up in the world and when I get tied up in what's going on and I get tied up in my situation and how I feel and what's going on in my life and and what I don't have and what somebody else has. When I get tied up in these things, it moves me from a heart of gratitude. Why? Because I'm focused on me. If you take a second and you look at your life, if you take a second and look at your family, you look at your kids, look at you, look at you, there should be a gratefulness there. I know what I come from. I know what my life used to be. I remember 10, 11 years ago, I hopped a plane. My dad will tell you, I hopped a plane. I had two trash bags and a backpack. That's it. Am I lying? Two trash bags that held my clothes and a backpack. No job, no car, no nothing. Just this hope that God was going to do something with this music and, and, and that, that he would provide. I knew for myself at where I come from. And I, and I wasn't all the way right then. I was still trying to, trying to figure it out. But when I wake up in the morning, my God, when I wake up in the morning and, 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 and my kids come running in, good morning, daddy, good morning, daddy. When, when I wake up and I, and I look to the other side and I see my beautiful wife there and, I, and I'm laying in, the, in, a, in a comfortable bed with covers over, over, over myself and a, and a roof over my head. And then I, I go to the kitchen and open the refrigerator and I see food in the refrigerator and I, and I, and I go outside. I go outside the door and I, and I see my, my front yard. I mean, the grass might not be cut, but it's my front yard. And I see my cars and, and, and I see my, my baby uh, in the crib and they're both happy and they're healthy. And, and, and accent, you're like, oh, Jesus, God, God, I just, I just want to take a second. I just, I just want to take a minute. I just want to take a minute. I just want to take a minute and say thank you. Thank you for where you've brought me from. Thank you for what you've done for me. Thank you for how good you've been. Let me tell you why, God, because I know I don't deserve it. But you did it anyway. He did it anyway. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. 
1 Thessalonians chapter 5. I want to go to verse 16. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 16. It's up on the screen. It says, Rejoice always and delight in your faith. Remember, we was on the scripture last week. Rejoice always and delight in your faith. Be unceasing and persistent in prayer. That's where we was last week. Let's step a little further. In every situation, no matter what the circumstances, be thankful. And continually give thanks to God, for this is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. In every situation, no matter what the circumstances, be thankful. And continually give thanks to God, because this is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. Now the question is, how could I possibly be thankful in every situation? How, no matter the circumstance. How, how can I be thankful when, when I don't have everything I need? How, how can I be thankful when, when sickness and disease is plaguing this world? And how can I be thankful when I, when I buried friends and family? How can I be thankful when my kids are, are I, I don't even know where they are. How can I be thankful when... When, when I, I don't have sufficiency and I, 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 I have this thing that I'm trying to work out and it's not working out, how can I be thankful in all of these situations? But then I would encourage you uh, to read it again because he didn't say be thankful in every situation. Excuse me, he didn't say be thankful for every situation. He said be thankful in every situation. Be thankful in every situation. See, we know that sickness, we know that disease and death and, and lack, these aren't situations that we're thankful for. That's not what Paul was saying. Paul was saying, be thankful even though. That's different. He said, be thankful even though. Even though I don't have the job I want, I'm grateful that I have a job. Even though my finances aren't where, they, where I would like them to be, I'm grateful that at least my bills are paid. I may can't get a chicken sandwich after, but the bills are paid. Even though my life isn't where I want it to be, I thank God that I'm alive. He's saying be grateful in every situation. In every situation. He's saying, be careful to find opportunities in the midst of the mess. Be careful to find opportunities right in the middle of it to give thanks. I remember and I reflect back uh, uh, before I met my wife, I was in Atlanta. I had just left the show um, and I was uh, in the passenger side. A friend of mine was, was DJ. He was driving that day. And um, as we were driving, we're on the highway. We're just rolling. We pull over to the slow lane. We're about to get off the exit to grab some gas. And as soon as we pull over, we see a cloud of smoke. 40 miles, 50 miles an hour, we run smack into this car. Um, we were driving an Affinity, but the person who was in this car, he had an old school Chevy. Yeah, all the men who just made noise right now, they, let me tell you why. Uh, a Chevy is made of steel. 
this little stuff they making now, that's a little plexiglass. That fold up like, like paper. Steel. Nah. So we get in this car accident. We're going full speed. We get in this car accident, and it's, I just remember being there one moment, having a conversation, and then I just remember glass shooting at my face. I remember the airbag popping out. I remember the car being crushed. And I remember sitting there. And I'm sitting there during this moment, and I'm sitting there for a couple minutes trying to gather myself, trying to realize when my ears are ringing, trying to figure out what's going on. And I hear people, my ears are muffled, but I hear people screaming or people like calling out to me. So as I'm coming to, I start moving around. I start just trying to feel. This is just, you know, what you do. You start, just try, make sure you can feel everything. And so I'm sitting there. I'm like, okay, all right, all right, one, two, three. Okay, okay, cool. And I just begin to, to just feel around and make sure that, that I, I was all still there. And I'm looking at the guy next to me, the guy who was driving, and he's screaming. His, his leg is trapped under uh, the car. And um, he, we, we had to help him out. But I remember as I got out, and I realized what was going on, something happened to me. People are talking, the ambulance is there. They had brought uh, um, uh, the fire people. Um, they had already had like they, these like super huge pliers and things because they thought that they were going to have to, to get us out. Um, but the, the window is bust, so I climb out the window. And as I'm walking around on the, on the highway, I just... Just had a moment. Now, normally, your response would be to cry, and your response would be to 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 just freak out because it's a car, it's a brand new Infinity. Um, you you know to be upset, to go find out why this accident happened or what happened. But I just started to just give God thanks because even though I was upset, even though I was in pain, even though I was, I was uh, uh, not in a great state, I'm like, oh, God, God, I just want to thank you that I'm alive right now. God, I thank you that I'm able to walk around. I thank you that I can, I can move. I thank you that I have my limbs, God. I, I thank you that everyone is safe. I thank you that no one is dead. And so I begin for the next five or ten minutes just screaming thanks to God. Because it was my instant reaction. Because I, I just began to think as I'm climbing out, I'm not dead. And I was like, oh my goodness. So I get out and I begin thanking God. And, and the, the, the guys are, you know, this was, I was younger. The, the, the ambulance and the police guys are trying to talk to me. And I am, Aunt Ruby is the only person I can, I, I can compare to in that moment. I was just, thank you, Jesus, 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 thank you, Jesus. I'm walking there like, sir, no, thank you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God, 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 thank you, God. Because even though I was in a bad situation, I'm like, man, I get to go home. I get to go home. It could have been different. It could have been that I was going on a stretcher. It could have been that I was going to the hospital. It could have been I was going to the corner. But God, I thank you. In the midst of this situation that wasn't good, and so I'm going to thank you even though, yeah. even though, God. 
And as a result of me in that situation and the car's messed up and all this going on and, and I didn't choose it and I'm, I'm talking to the guy and I'm like, the, after I get myself together, I'm like, hey, are you okay? Is your car okay? Is everything all right? Can I do anything for you? And uh, I don't know what happened or what's going on. And, and I'm, I'm trying to minister, hey, do you know Jesus? Can I pray for you? I'm like having a, I'm not worried about what happened. I'm, I'm, I'm on a mission and what wound up happening is after everything got settled, I got a car. Hallelujah. But I believe that it was because I began to show gratitude in the opportunity where I could have not shown gratitude, God honors gratitude. God honors gratitude. Now, I'm uh, 19 years old, so um, a black, all-black Crown Vic police interceptor for me was a Benz. I was happy. I'm like, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for taking care of it. Let me thank you again then. Hallelujah. Thank you for the call, God. Find opportunities in the midst of the mess to give God thanks. And what begins to happen in those situations is you begin to express that gratitude to God and you think about his goodness amidst your situation. Our bad situation seems to pale in comparison to the faithfulness of a good God. Our bad situation seems to pale in comparison to the faithfulness of a good God. How does that happen? How do we get to this place to where we're, where we're giving God, God thanks instead of being ungrateful? How do we not be a person that, 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 that doesn't? It, it, it's, it's because there's power in gratitude. There's power in gratitude. See, our gratitude in the valleys of life are the seeds that determine our harvest when we get to the mountaintop. Everybody wants to be at the mountaintop, but if you don't, if you aren't grateful for what's going on and you don't have a spirit of gratitude in the valley, if you don't have a spirit of gratitude in these hard moments, the mountaintop is happening. But it is our gratitude in those valleys that determines our harvest when we get to the mountaintop. Gratitude can cause things to happen for you that wouldn't happen for anybody else. Favor is associated with people who are grateful. See, a thankful heart and a voice lifted to God gets the attention of heaven. Gets the attention of heaven. Thanksgiving is not just a holiday. It's really meant to be a lifestyle. It's meant to be a lifestyle. Even as I'm saying that, I, I, can, I can think, you know, you'll see people, uh, and I just think about a kid, and the kid's coming, and the kid's asking you for something, and, and, and you say, you know what? You always say thank you. You always say good morning. You always say, and so I'm going to do this for you because of your gratitude. I was talking to uh, Tim's sons today, and uh, they we talked a little, we, last week. We talked about the Lamborghini, and and uh, the kids get the Lamborghini, and and um, they passed their driving test. And so I I'm, I thank God for that. I pray for them. Um, and I just imagine. I said, now last week they asked for a Lamborghini, and because Mr. Baker is a smart father. We talked about him making the decision for them because he is a good father. 
and he knows he sees ahead of time not to give them that Lamborghini. But, but we're going to go back today and say, you know, if they came and they say, you know what, Dad, Mom, you've just been so good to us. And we know that this season hasn't been great. We know all of these things that, that, that have gone on, got a, a dad, mom. So, so we're going to uh, get a job, and, and we're going to try to raise some money so that we could get the car for ourselves. And if you want to help, you can. Um, but we understand, so we're going to make I know you said you would get us a car. You don't have to do that. We want to earn it for ourselves because we know how hard it's been. Something happens. Something happens when your kids come to you like, first of all, you're like, what you want? But first of all, you, because they ain't normally like that. But, but, but when they come to you like that, something happens. There's a change that happens on the inside of you because you see the gratefulness that your kids have. And now you want to go out your way to get them whatever it is that they need. Why? It all changed because they were grateful. What does that mean? That there's power in gratitude. Because the Bible says if you as humans know how to give your kids good gifts, how much more, how much more your father in heaven? So if it changes our heart, imagine what gratitude does in the heart of God. Favor is associated with people who are grateful. I want to look at the scripture. I want to see this. I want, it's important for us to see it in the word. It's important for me not to just say it, but it's important for us to see it. I want to go to Matthew chapter 15, and I'm going to start at verse 32. And I'm going to get you to these tacos. Don't worry. I got you. See, I felt it in the spirit. I got you. Matthew chapter 15, verse 32 says, Then Jesus called his disciples and said to him, I feel compassion for the crowd because they've been with me now three days and have nothing left to eat. And I don't want to send them away hungry because they might faint from exhaustion on the way home. The disciples said, Where are we to get enough bread in this isolated place to feed such a large crowd? And Jesus asked them, How many loaves of bread do you have? Please, please, please pay attention. They replied, seven and a few small fish. He directed the crowd to sit down on the ground and he took seven loaves of fish. Here we go. You ready for this? And when he had given thanks. When he had given thanks, he broke them and started giving them to the disciples, and the disciples gave them to the people, and uh, they all ate and were satisfied. And they gathered up seven full baskets of the broken pieces that were left over. Among those who ate were 4,000 men, not counting women and children. See, the disciples saw the problem, and Jesus saw the problem. The difference was how they handled the problem. The disciples didn't see provision because they were focused on lack, but Jesus didn't see lack because he chose to be grateful. He chose to be grateful for what he had, and then he began to thank God for it. And as a result of him thanking God for it, God took their not enough and made it more than enough. There is power in gratitude. 
When we're grateful, it gets our eyes off of ourselves and our focus back on God. When we're grateful, it reminds us that we're not in control, but we serve a God who is. It keeps us in, in a place of humility. It keeps us in a, in a place of dependency and recognizing how much we need God. It helps us recognize that we have so much to be thankful for. It takes our attention off of our problems, and instead we reflect on his goodness, on his mercy, on his faithfulness and his blessings being grateful gives us a heart of gratitude that leaves no room for complaining there's just no room for it there it's impossible to be truly thankful and filled with negativity at the same time and being grateful opens up the door for continued blessings it invites his presence. Our, when we're grateful, our spirits are refreshed. It's, our spirits are renewed. God loves to give gifts to his children. He delights in our thankfulness and he pours out his spirit and favor over those who give honor and gratitude for him. And this one I want to read in the King James Version. And the reason I want to read it in the King James Version uh, is because it says something, it's just one word difference. Verse 11 says, and it came to pass as he went to Jerusalem that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. This is my last scripture, and I'm going to get you all these, these, these tacos. Uh, I passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee, and as he entered into a certain village, there met him ten men that were lepers which stood afar off. Verse 13, and they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on them. And when he saw them, he said unto them, go show yourselves to the priests. And it came to pass that as they went, they were cleansed. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed. What does it look like for me to practically walk out gratefulness? What does it look like for me to have an attitude of gratitude? What, is, what does it look like? It says, and it came to uh, verse 15, and one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back with a loud voice and glorified God. He fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks, and he was a Samaritan. He wasn't a Jew. He wasn't a part of the fellowship. He wasn't a part of the family. He was an outsider. And Jesus said, hold up. Wait a minute. Didn't I hear 10 of y'all? Come on. Yeah. Were there not 10 that were healed? He says, where are the other nine? They are not found to return to give glory to God except this stranger. This one who I, the, the one who wasn't family. And he said unto them, Arise, go thy way. Thy faith has made thee whole. It's a difference. It's a difference. See, the other nine were cleansed and their leprosy was gone. But the one who came back to give thanks, he got so much more. See, this, this, I did some research because I love y'all. This, this word whole comes from the Greek word sodezo, which means to deliver, to protect, to heal, to preserve, and to save. See, there's a difference between being healed and being whole. 
See, whole means nothing missing and, and nothing broke. Whole means that everything that was lost has been restored to you. See, because of his gratitude, he was protected, he was delivered, he was saved, he received salvation. Why? Why did he get access to more than the other nine? He got access because he chose to have gratitude. There is power in gratitude. Listen. Listen, if this is your first time here or, or, or maybe your first time in a church or, or, you know, you're just limitless family, the one thing I want you to walk away with today, if I haven't made it clear enough, is you understand that there's power in gratitude. There's power in gratitude. Just like when your kids are grateful, it, it changes your heart. Imagine what it does for the heart of God. In a world where we're self consumed and self-proclaimed and self-made, I want you to take some time and I hope that you take some time to see that that is a lie. Nothing we have on our own. Nothing we have on our own. Everything we have is from God. Everything that we have that's good can be traced back to God. And as you're out on this holiday season, as you encounter family, friends, and strangers, I encourage you to watch how an attitude of gratitude will change you. It will change the way you see life. And it will change the people that you encounter simply by your attitude of gratitude. Why? Because some people come around you being ungrateful. I can't, why is it raining? Why is it not raining? Hey, you know what? I don't know about you. I'm glad when it rained. I'm glad when it not. Why? Because I understand who the God I serve. And so I, I, I'm, I'm grateful. Gratitude is contagious. As a matter of fact, gratitude works best when it's spread. Yeah. It works best when it's spread. Yeah. 